0: Yeah, so kicking kicking off the pre-show with a tasteless joke. I like it.
1: This you should is... kick off the regular show with a tasteless joke.
0: All right, cool. here we go. Did you hear about the horny guy who was bad at spelling? No. He spent the night in a warehouse. But <laughs> Timpani, please. Yes, timpani. <laughs> this is Free Talk Live. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. The telephone number here. Is 603 283 6160. Why am I giving you that number? Well, because we're a call in radio talk show that's also on the internet and on some satellite stations. We're being broadcast live seven nights a week, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. This is the Sunday edition. I am the Reverend Captain Kickass. I am your host. Joining me, Nikki. And Richie Rich. I can give you the start date, zero three one three two zero two two, as this Sunday sermon is now in session. Amen. And a woman. <laughs> or many women, not just one, right? Can you do yeah. that with
1: hallelujah?
0: Hallelujah. Yeah. yeah. I knew a girl named okay. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. All right. Uh, I wanted to kick off the show uh, with this was brought to my attention today i'll give credit to steve classic at dinner uh before the show we some of us gathered to have dinner on a relatively frequent basis and he pointed out that well cancel culture has now come for an entire country that's true (laughs) it's totally true uh russia has been canceled sorry it's just been canceled it's like uh it's a, uh, Somebody else brought up something that reminded me of the Black Mirror series of television shows. If you haven't okay. seen those, watch those. But there's one where, like, you can block a person, like, from reality. They nice. become so. sort of this gray, you know, figure, this blob that can't really communicate with you at all. It exists still, and you can, like, bump into it physically, but it's otherwise, like, blurted out or, or grayed out for audio, video, the whole nine yards. And so you can actually block somebody permanently. And so this is what has happened for the, the rest of the world, uh, at least as far as the U.S. is concerned. Because, you know, OK, so the government's doing the government thing. Of course, they're going to do that. But now we have corporations. Yes. Right. Large entities. McDonald's, for example. Uh, Netflix. You know, the, these types of things who are like. Uh, duck, Duck, Go, right? We talked a little bit about that. That one was uh, sad. You know? Or, I expected better from them. Totally. Yeah, me too. But all of these companies are like, oh, yeah, yeah we're going to show that we support the Ukraine by blocking Russia or otherwise filtering results or whatever it is they're doing.
1: So one of the beautiful things, if he, maybe that's a bad phrasing, of reading through the news each week about the, the whole Russia-Ukraine thing is all like the very creative countermeasures, right, that Russia has employed. Yes. Right? So they go like, oh, you're not going to have McDonald's in Russia? No more trademarks. Right. Yeah, Open whatever McDonald's you one, want. Yeah. Right, yeah. Let's right? let's just get rid of IP
0: law altogether. Altogether. Right, and so now all of a sudden there's no fear from the russian people to oh i don't know download things that would be on all of these subscription services that right. rape you for 10 or 20 bucks a month whatever it is eh,
1: you know reasonable fee for what they provide yeah totally reasonable voluntary. but now okay.
0: they got no reason to pay because they can't yeah. so right. uh, and if you're going to like just eliminate ip law altogether right. why then download to your hearts content
1: and the other one the other one that i was reading this week was um, the, the russian banking system Right, they're like, okay, now that we're cut off from the Western banks, yep. any any Russian company that owes the West money, like you can pay that back in rubles, but you don't have to go pay them in rubles. You open up an account in their name at a Russian bank, deposit it into the account, that absolves you of your debt to that Western company, mm-hmm. and then the Western company has to come claim it. Right from the which they yeah. which they can't do. <laughs> right. right. So I go, ooh. Yeah. like what, like you know?
0: It's funny as a a, a a technician, if you will, right? I've spent a lot of time around, involved around like software, and one of the things that has been a permanent fixture of almost every job that I've ever had is troubleshooting, and big part of troubleshooting finding a workaround, yes, right? Because sometimes, sometimes you need to find a workaround just to get the the person up and running on whatever it is, you know, their service, whatever. Uh, But other times it's necessary because it's going to take some time for, like, software development to put that on their bug list or their feature request and, you know, that kind of thing. So finding workarounds. Now, everything that's come up with the Ukraine and Russia, whether it's uh, financial, whether it's communications, whether it's canceling, like, there exists a workaround, mainly because of blockchain technology. And I'm not just talking about finance, okay right i'm talking about you know, other things right uh i heard uh, facebook is canceling russia right so not okay. a huge loss not, not a yeah. huge loss but at the same time there are things that you can use if you're in russia uh there are There's certain... like a facebook clone like vk or whatever that thing was called oh yeah oh wow. i didn't hear about right. that no that's old oh yeah yeah uh, there are things you can do, like, you'll fire up a VPN, say you're from a different country, go to yeah, Facebook.com. Right? There's there's workarounds for all this stuff. You get on the dark web, right? Um, You know, if you need access to somebody else's computer remotely, you can go purchase that service from somebody else. So, like, now you can just remote desktop into a computer that's at an IP where you yeah. can... Act, like, all of these things have workarounds, and it's great because for the first time, like, normally... The news would be all like, oh, the sanctions have been applied. The The poor Russian people are having a hard time getting food and and blah, blah. blah. N- nothing really. It's not even true like, yet. Well, it, it can be for the ones who aren't tax savvy. Sure. Or, you know, of sort of a, a, a mind of like working around. Some people just sort of accept their complacency and servitude. and go, oh, woe is me. But like people who are like actively trying to like, well, you know, I need to access this one thing, or, you know, I want to watch movies, so I'm going to find a way. There are ways, though, and they're innumerable, right? I can't even tell you how many ways there are to work around all of this stuff. And I hope that the the people, the individuals uh, in, in Russia and all these places that have been affected by this cancel culture, canceling an entire country, uh, are using these workarounds to their advantage.
2: I mean, the whole thing is pretty sad because, right, I think we can all agree that the Russian government is not great like any government. It's evil and corrupt. But there are a lot of people, normal people like you and me that live in Russia that would suffer due to these sanctions and all of the other things without these workarounds that you're talking about. So it's just kind of messed up that all of these like anti-war pro-peace seeming people are advocating for destroying the Russian economy when there are real people that live there.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: And uh, you were talking about something interesting before the show as well. You were talking about the the t shirt concept.
1: Oh my goodness! You, okay, let's tell the listeners about this. So again, I I just I was uh, questioning at dinner uh, before the show. Yeah, and I wonder how like how many Russians, like average everyday Russians, are over there going like. Well, we don't support Russia's war, but we do support Russia's troops. Right, like know? they do here in the U.S. Like they do. Yeah. And so I want to put that on a shirt. Like, I, I don't support Russia's war, but I do support Russia's troops. So. <laughs> For only go, $29.99. Go pre- uh, well, just send me one. Sell it to whomever you want. Send me one. <laughs> I don't care. I'm not going to do it. I'll, I, I'll
0: take one, too. I'm a 3X. Okay. <laughs> 1X. I prefer black shirts, of course. Okay.
1: In case but, anybody's yeah. going to do that. But again, it would it, it again highlights the fact that there are you know there are Russian civilian citizens, whatever, who are affected by all this, yeah. who didn't do anything, yeah, um, and it's just it's just their government doing government things, but with the with the lifting of IP restrictions, right? I go like, well, sometimes the government can get it right, right? Like, can we can we say like, no, they shouldn't have done it? No, it was a, it's
0: like, a great li- idea. It's a yeah. great idea.
1: So. <laughs> Yeah and uh,
0: there was a meme that goes right along with this point that I saw recently it was something like uh uh you know with uh, like Coca-Cola and uh Pepsi banning you know Russia uh and the the banks you know pulling out and IPB like Russia's going to be one of the healthiest most well adjusted and right. well informed nations to have ever existed 603-283-6160 are you canceling Russia or Russian people or Russian culture or anything Russian in your life. Let us know. This it's Free Talk Live. More coming up. I can teach you both how to uh, speak one word in the Australian accent in less than five seconds. okay? instead of saying the word space, race, I mean you replace the word race with rice. Go ahead.
2: Space rice.
1: okay, space rice. okay, now, I think I tried that so that didn't really re- count. Re- but, replace sorry. the word space with spice. go. Spice rice.
2: Spice rice. <laughs> That's that time I didn't try, and that was pretty that was pretty good.
0: It's a spice rice. Nice. Yes. If you like one <laughs> variety of rice better than all but the smarty. other, uh are you a ricist? I am, yeah. Calrose. <laughs> Calrose. <laughs> Yeah, I like basmati.
2: Yeah, it's a tie for me between basmati and uh, jasmine rice.
0: Oh, yeah. De-
2: depending on Depend the on cuisine. The jasmine, you like know? Sometimes yeah. the, the
0: jasmine rice is a little too jasmine Yeah,
2: it's for like Asian food, you know, yeah. so yeah. I'm glad we Hawaii can agree man, on that.
1: Carlos is a stable You, you grew up? Well, I got, I got older. Yeah. <laughs>
0: is the telephone number if you'd like to join us here on Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves, talk about whatever's on your mind. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain.
1: Nikki. And Richie Rich.
0: Uh, We're going to take control of the airwaves now and talk about something. Uh, Cool. I I did want to... Let's just breeze over the uh, the Bitcoin thing. Uh, Bitcoin.com has uh, an article that i've titled uh, should you leave the cryptocurrency exchanges well yes done. yes uh, a Moving caveat on. unless you're on there like doing some trading or you know okay. whatever that kind of thing don't leave your cryptocurrency on the exchanges yeah i'm not a financial advisor but don't leave your cryptocurrency not your keys, exchanges. not your coin. Not your keys, not your coin. Not your keys, not your money. You don't have the keys, it's somebody else's money. You, Whatever quantity of of crypto you have on the exchanges, take care of the business you got to take care of, and then get it the heck out of there.
1: You can equivocate it to um, like a checking or a savings account or a stock account mm-hmm. if you're buying and trading stock. right? That's not going to be the bulk of your funds is going to be in the trading account. You're going to take out what you want and put it on what you control, i.e. your savings account, and just trade with what you have on there. And if your gains are too, you know, you've got some good gains and you want to pull some of that out, then you put it on your own wallet uh, outside of that. That's excellent non-financial advice.
0: Sure. Richie Rich. (laughs) Um, So this article says the Bitcoin exchange reserves. This is how much Bitcoin these exchanges have, you know, on hand.
1: Has dropped to the lowest point in three years. Oh, can we have a run on the exchanges? I'm withdrawing. Everything is there. does, I mean, does that even work? Everybody talks about how, like, uh, uh, like there's a whole bunch of people that
0: now believe that, like, government shut down crypto because Canada, right? Which is just retarded. Um, it's they they didn't shut down cryptocurrency. What they did is they told some exchanges not to send or receive from. A few specific addresses, right? which if you know anything about cryptocurrency, you know that you just create a new address, no big deal.
2: (laughs) And a lot of wallets, like legit wallets where people can own their keys, were like, uh, we can't do that, and that's literally the whole point. Yes. So they just told them to basically like F off. Yeah,
0: not only can we not do it, but even if we could, well, we would be violating our own product,
1: the nature of it so And the one that was like really stuck it to him wasn't even in the jurisdiction. Like not only do we not yeah. have to follow Canada's laws, yeah, we couldn't even if we had to.
0: Uh, the number of Bitcoin held on exchanges has continued to drop in recent times as the metric suggests crypto advocates are pulling funds off of trading platforms Good. for long-term holding or you know to avoid uh, governments targeting exchanges and freezing all of their wealth. You know, that they have in the sphere, perhaps? I don't know. At the time of writing, 2.32 million Bitcoin, worth over 90 billion, is currently held on centralized cryptocurrency exchanges. Far too much, in my opinion, we could use to cut that down a good, you know,
1: half or more. (laughs) Which is why local Bitcoin used to be such a good resource. Yeah. Right? Like, I have cash, you have Bitcoin, let's trade, and then we do so. Yep. Right, and then you get it out of your, you know, your local Bitcoin wallet because they you know they had their own little proprietary thing as well. Yep, but you didn't have to. There was no like, here's my ID, here's a picture of me holding up my ID that right. you got to get a friend to take. Here's all my bank account information so you can track that as well. Yep, I was like no, I don't. Yeah, I don't, zero
2: don't, privacy there.
1: Yeah, I don't want to do any of that. I just, I just, I have cash and I want some Bitcoin. Like, who yep. do I talk to, man? Yep, uh, it was great. And ah, uh, the good old days. And uh, there should be
0: more services like that. There should be. There should be. And if there are, let us know. 603-283-6160. There was a local
1: Monero for a little while, too, but I do not yeah. really used that one.
0: I see, folks. Uh, I scour the Craigslist from time to time. Okay. And I, I do this a little more frequent than I used to in the years that I've discovered that on the left-hand side of Craigslist, they have a little box you can check when you're looking at stuff for sale that says, Cryptocurrency yeah. OK. Yep. And uh, I did a thing the other day because Craigslist also has this search function where you can type in search, you know, a radius from my zip code and you like, you know, 10 miles, 20 miles, hundred miles, whatever it is. I typed in like 5,000 miles, which should be anywhere. That's not pretty far. Yeah. You know, pretty much the entire United States from here and Canada and then checked the box for cryptocurrency. Okay. And I sorted by most expensive. Right. And there's people selling some really cool stuff, expensive stuff. For crypto. For crypto, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then there's some medium stuff and some low-budget stuff as well. Uh, and I was completely taken aback at how much stuff on Craigslist uh, <laughs> is willing to be sold for cryptocurrency, at least according to checking that box. Now, you know, you got to go through your normal routine and vet somebody out, make sure they're not a scammer of some kind, or they're just trying to take your crypto and, you know, that kind of thing. So be very careful. But it's a very awesome thing. And then I'll run across ads sometimes that are people like, Hey, uh, I'm local to this area, and I have some crypto. Uh, you know, what do you have to trade or barter? You know, kind of a thing, and you can reply through Craigslist. I have of...
1: Federal Reserve notes to barter, good friend. Right. <laughs> yes. Uh,
0: so, again, workarounds, man, workarounds. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Workarounds. You know. So uh, that's basically the point of this article: is that uh, a whole bunch of people apparently have been listening to Free Talk Live. <laughs> And taking our not financial advice. Good job. And taking their their cryptocurrency
1: off of the exchanges. So yeah, good job, everyone. Well done. Well, the, the more the more those exchanges get into the pocket of the government, like asking for regulations and giving them information. Yeah, the more those people should consider getting more off. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
2: Who wants to be a part of that nonsense?
1: Yeah, like, that was not how it was pitched in the beginning.
2: It's like the whole point of cryptocurrency
1: was not to be in that system. If
2: I wanted nonsense, I'd be using USD.
0: Right. Yes. And, I mean, that kind of goes for anything. If I wanted nonsense, I'd turn to the government. Yeah. (laughs) But no. (laughs) What's the old adage? If you want something like, uh, you know, done half as well at twice the cost and double the time, government's your man. 603-283-6160. Coming up. We're going to talk about, here's how we use cookies. No, I'm kidding. Uh, A North Carolina mom says, well, we'll find out what she says. Coming up, it's the Sunday Night Edition. This is Free Talk
3: Live.
0: Welcome back. It is. A drum roll, please. Oh, wait. That, I just talked over the drum roll. Oh, hey, try not to do that. That's probably messing with some of these speakers. It's weird. We can't hear it if I do it down here. Well, I, I, but we already heard it. I was talking over it, kind of. So. You asked there was for a drum it. roll. I'm,
2: okay. Careful what you wish for, Captain.
0: I guess. <laughs> I guess. Beautiful, unclothed, naked women from heaven.
4: Oh gosh, I just got nope, hit with I,
0: one. I just I had to check in case my you know, you never know how far your superpowers extend. So you have to, you know, and like, Check oh, the
2: roof yeah, after, right. you know, on the next break.
0: That was uh that was a bit from uh what's the Kevin Smith movie? Uh Dogma. Oh, okay. Yeah, where like Rufus falls from the falls from the head as the dude was like, you know, and he and he's like Beautiful, and I can't say the words, you know, yeah. blah blah blah. Women don't just fall out of the sky every day, yo. And then he looks up and he's waiting, and nothing happens, and he's wah, all just he's like, yeah. he's like, "Damn it, I would have been the same way too." Anyway, six zero three two eight three six one six zero is the telephone number in the studio. It's myself, the captain, Nikki, and Richie Rich. Um, so this is a Richie
1: Rich. You always bring in quality content. Appreciate it. Uh,
0: this one caught my eye.
1: <laughs> it's not It's not as bizarre as what I would normally bring in, but it's
0: still a No, normal. but it's still, like, really, really? Like, it's 20... What year is it? 2022. 2022. And, I like... Suggestive. Yeah. I, do you, you want to read this one? Uh, I, I can. If not, I can. No, nah, up here. to you. Right. Yeah, go for it. Uh, this is from the News and Observer. Whatever, whatever that is. I'm not familiar with that publication. Uh, North Carolina Mom says... Black students were sold at a school slave
1: auction. "In quotes," district condemns racism. So, going into this article, I read the headline and I went, "Was this a school function? Like, that's, was this part of history class?" That's my thought too. Uh,
0: in my okay. uh, in my uh, middle school, at the the last year of that before you before your freshman year, your uh, whatever eighth grade, yeah, uh, they had this thing called it was called trade fair it was mock capitalism okay. right and the idea was you and one or two other people got together and you created a fake store you sold whatever it is you want i did a uh, records and cd's right a record shop because nice. i had a bunch right yeah, i'm like smart. oh i could just haul all those to school which in retrospect was a bad idea but whatever it was just a lot of work as well And then they would, like the government, print fake money and distribute it to everybody. So it was very much statism training. Uh, And then, you know, all the teachers and like families were invited to come and participate, and you got to sell whatever it is. And so I had this vision of like, A whole bunch of students had these, like, little tiny fake businesses going on, except one of them was, like, actively trading slaves in their school somehow. And uh, I was like, that
1: can't happen. That can't happen. That can't happen. But not only that, I was like, well, if that was, if this was a school function, right, with woke culture being what it is, you couldn't have, like, a white student playing the role of the black slave. Right. Right? You would have to, like, be specific with your role association. And so, of course... Black students would be the know, ones I don't know, I
2: think that's worse. What? Making the black kids the slaves?
1: I think I mean it would it's, be if you're trying you to the be role they were meant no, no,
0: to play. cultural
2: appropriation yes, like seriously?
0: If you're trying to be like uh like poignant or or something like that. It, you remember the uh, old school Star Trek had this episode where uh, there was a guy who was half white yeah, and half yeah. black, and then he was fighting another guy who was also half black and half white, except they were on the opposite sides. Like mirror images. So yeah, yeah, so one guy was half black on the left, but the other guy was half white on the left. And so that's why they were fighting. And so it was a an illustration lesson yeah. in racism. So unless they were doing something like that. Where like, you know, the black kid gets to sell the white kid or something as sort of like a reverse lesson in like, you know, hey, yeah. this is what it would look like. Then that also can't happen.
1: Yeah, it's because because the, then they would cry out critical race theory. Yeah, right. And like, oh, you can't be teaching that. This is bad. Slavery in some way.
2: bad. Is that too difficult for people to understand? Yeah, there's.
1: It should like, be. like
2: human rights should be that simple. Everybody's got them. Everybody deserves them. Doesn't matter what you look like.
0: Although it, it should be that simple, and yet it's not. Because people don't understand fully what slavery is. When when, yeah. when people, yeah. at least westernized people, uh, think of slavery, they immediately think to... Chattel slavery in uh, America. Yeah, uh, yeah. They've all seen the movie Roots and they go, oh, that's what slavery looks like you know, the uh, the southern plantation guy with the big mustache and the hat and the all-white get-ups and all right. that kind of stuff, and then uh, everybody else just in chains working the fields and singing songs and, you know, whatever. That's what they – it's a stereotypical image. What slavery really is is when somebody or some organization takes from you your effort, your life's effort, right? You are alive. You're a being of energy. And you give off energy and you put effort into things, right? When somebody takes that from you and makes it their own, that is slavery. Now, in some people's mind, there's a question of percentage. Yes. Right? So m- most cultures around planet Earth recognize that taking 100% of another human being's life effort is ch- or overt slavery complete you are my subject i do with you what I, whatever it is that i want at any time and you must do it or else right 100% now most people falsely believe that slavery has been abolished because of this percentage rule or rule of thumb i, I it's not really a rule uh, it's a mis- concept misconception yeah. is what it is this uh, misconception of percentage slavery because if I'm only 1% a slave, I'm still a slave, but yes. just 1%. If I'm a 20% slave, I'm I'm still a slave, 20%. If you're taking 20% of my life's
1: effort, I am 20% your slave, or 20% of the time at least. I think most people would complain a lot less if it was just 1%. Okay. And like I think, there might not even be a libertarian movement if it was 1%.
2: And I think also the thing with taxation is people have this illusion that they are getting something, they're receiving something from their tax dollars, right? Yeah. So, so,
0: so h- they think Hang on that real quick, real yeah. quick, because uh, we've all made the jump between slavery and taxation because we're us. Yeah. But our listeners might not have made the jump from slavery to taxation but that is the point of the yeah. percentage who takes a percentage of your life from you without your consent well that's government how do they do so they extract it from your paycheck or from your business or from your property or show
2: up at your house with men with guns
0: if you refuse to pay them of course right so anyway i'm sorry continue
2: So people have this false illusion that they are getting something in return for the money that is stolen from them. I mean, at one point when I was in Massachusetts, 30% of my paycheck, I didn't have health insurance or anything from my job. This was all in federal and state income taxes. 30% or more. That's ridiculous. And what did I get in return for that? The roads that have potholes and like literal little craters in them yeah. you know and they're like oh well the hospitals and the in the library and the fire station and they make up all of this fake stuff that we get in return for our taxes and it, none of it's real
1: yeah department well, of land and natural resources yeah, yeah. like are you guys? kidding
0: there are so many departments <laughs> of that like don't need to exist the department of redundancy department is one of them Right? Well, and we they know exist. they don't
1: need to exist because when the government did the shutdown a few years ago, they shut down the non essential services yeah. and, and then should have made that permanent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> a perfect illustration of how nothing happens when the government shuts down. Yeah. Like everything just
0: continues on and probably continues on much better in the first place.
2: And I think it's also really important to note that if we were to not get all of that money stolen from us through taxes, we could do all of the services that the government does. Oh, yeah. Except way cheaper. And better. Way more, way better, way more efficient, yeah. way quicker, yeah. just better all around.
0: Yeah. Imagine uh, you're driving down the road and you encounter a pothole and, you know, your car goes, boom, and you're like, aah, 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 you snarl because there's a damn pothole. Yeah, call someone. And they call, and they're, and they call the, Domino's. There's an app. there's yeah, an app.
2: Domino's. Yeah. About, Domino's was filling potholes better than the government.
0: How about, how about there's an app where you can just go, hey, I spotted a pothole, and then it tri- automatically logs the location, you know, that it was at, and a team comes out and they fix the pothole before the next time you drive on it. Why doesn't that exist? Because government claims a monopoly on the roads and doesn't allow competition, so innovation never happens. 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live is on the way. And that's how space travel is possible
1: today. Precognition. Yeah.
0: I'm glad you guys were able to sit through my spiel on space travel there during the break. Uh, I know it's complicated, but I have full confidence in, in you all absorbing the uh, content of the syllabus.
2: Very educational. Thank you.
1: I mean, if it's just space travel, is that really all that difficult? <laughs> Time travels next, next Like I said, like I said, I
0: I had full confidence in you, so yeah, uh, shouldn't be. 603-283-6160 is the telephone number here at Free Talk Live in the studio.
1: It's me, the Captain. Nikki. And Richie Rich. So. (laughs) And and coming up in the last segment, Captain Talks about time travel instead.
0: (laughs) Man, I am so hungry. I haven't eaten anything since Thursday of last week. Okay. I can't is, remember is, Okay. I can't remember what I had for a breakfast
1: three days from now. It's time travel jokes. I got it, but Thursday of last week makes sense. And I thought maybe it was I was yeah. wasn't sure if you were trying to be funny I or was, because well, you're on a at, diet. At first
0: I was traveling backwards in time. Okay. Yeah. And then
1: I was traveling forwards in time. Okay. Yeah. I also don't remember what I had for breakfast last Thursday. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Me either. I can't I
0: can't remember what's for dinner tomorrow. At any rate, we've been talking, well, we actually, (laughs) we've been tangenting. (laughs) We talked about the headline of this article. There's a lot of show to fill. We have plenty. Okay. Thanks to you, mostly. (laughs) (laughs) I have a couple of things, but like, yeah, yeah, you know, you're bringing bringing the gold here, Richie Rich. Uh, So anyway, NC Mom, that's North Carolina, I believe, says, Black students sold at school slave auction district condemns racism. Some black students were reportedly sold, quote unquote, by classmates at a recent, quote unquote, slave auction at a mock Chatham. slave auction. Wasn't a real slave auction. I mean, it doesn't. Oh, say well a mock.
4: that it's it say That changes things. It, does. it
0: is in quotes, but that's why I did quote unquote. Okay. Uh, at uh, Chatham County School, prompting the superintendent, as opposed to just the regular intendant, to send <laughs> a letter to families condemning recent unacceptable incidents. But you know they never they never send a letter to families condemning like the existence of public schools. <laughs> At any rate, in a letter sent Tuesday night, Chatham County Superintendent Anthony Jackson told families that the district had become aware of recent incidents involving students using racially insensitive language and offensive imagery. Jackson's letter doesn't specifically describe the incidents, but a Chatham County parent who has been in contact with the district officials Detailed in Facebook posts about the slave auction and a video that used the N-word. Oh, no. Nitrous oxide? Who knows? Our son experienced a slave auction by his classmates, and when he opened up, we were made aware that this type of stuff seems to be the norm so much that he didn't think it was worth sharing.
2: Oh, God.
0: Ashley Palmer wrote in a Facebook post Friday. His friend went for 350 bucks and another student was the slave
1: master because he quote knew how to handle them unquote oh my god so this is what i'm talking about so they they did this thing right and okay it's bad got it no problem there but how 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 do you participate in this as the slave being sold yes. for 350 bucks
2: Especially in, like, a public okay. school setting. I mean, bullying's I, a thing, so... Do you I think it's a
1: bullying
0: thing? I just have to read this next bit before Okay, we, go for it. Okay. okay. We even have a video of students harmonizing the N-word since when were children so blatantly racist? Uh, I can answer that. Ooh, me. Pick me over here. Captain, you in the back. Since forever. <laughs> because, uh, like, I, you know, I'm I'm a child of the... Early 70s, right? And so I was, I don't know, uh, 1976. I was born I was four years old. So 77, 78, right? Uh, a, a majority of the white people uh, who had kids that were my age uh, were totally racist, at least in their speech. Uh, and it was, you know, it was difficult. Right. Uh, I grew up in it and so it was normal. Right. So for the time being when you're a child and that seems normal to you, you're a kid. You just go out and play. You don't know what you're playing about. You don't do any like deep thoughts into the philosophy or the moral implications of the playing that you're doing. What you're doing is you're imitating something. Generally, what kids do.
2: Yeah. They're racist parents.
0: So these kids are imitating their racist parents, obviously.
2: Where so where is this?
1: North, did it North say North Carolina?
2: North Carolina. Okay, so
1: Chatham County, North Carolina. Yeah. I mean, I played Cowboys and Indians as a kid in my races. I did too and Okay. I did too. We we had no Indians to speak of. Yeah. So well, what do you do? You just someone or cowboys. To Yeah, well, that's someone where. culturally appropriates the Indian by putting a little feather in their head. I call it acting. Okay. Right? There's a new mm. term now we're PC now. It's cultural appropriation. It's not acting anymore. Well, which again is why, when we go back to the article, who's going to play the slave?
0: Like pretend, like play, right? You know?
1: Yeah. No, I got it.
0: Okay.
2: I mean, I would also just think that these kids at this point would have learned about slavery, like slavery bad, like this isn't a nice thing to do. You would think. Or at least like touched upon racism, like, hey, I see you calling other students racial slurs, I'm a teacher, so it's my job to tell you not to do that.
1: It's a part one and two in class. They cover what happened but haven't gotten to the part where there's a moral dilemma. Apparently. <laughs> oh, we could just sell the black students. It's like, they uh, come oh. into school on Monday like, no, that's bad. Yeah. The-
2: Sorry, we didn't get to the bad part. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you
0: would think, I mean, if school isn't teaching anything else, obviously, uh,
1: the least they could do is you know, turn their focus on to slavery bad. Okay, well, if they're not... Okay, so again, if they're not teaching it, right, did the students independently come up with the idea of a slave auction? Like, you know what would be a good idea?
2: Hey, history repeats itself.
1: <laughs> hey, gang, right? They're all at, like,
0: they're on recess. They're, you know, around, like, the four-square thing, right? Somebody's sitting on the bottom. and they're like, I got an idea.
1: <laughs> a barbershop quartet. But here's what we're going to sing.
0: Uh, Paul Burr, who I think is the uh, spokesperson for the school... Uh, posted, or maybe one of the parents posted that the incident took place at JS Water School, a K through eight school in Goldston, located about fifty miles southwest of Raleigh in North Carolina. According to this year's data, the one hundred ninety five student school is sixty eight percent white, twelve percent black, twelve percent Hispanic, and six percent of two or more races. Students uh, received. A one-day suspension for the auction,
1: but that no action had been taken yet about the. Vi- they made a video, apparently. Well, uh, what could you do about the video? Is one day enough? Like, does that that seem reasonable? I mean, so okay, let's teach you a lesson about slavery. Bad by
0: basically making you a slave for a day, right? When you're in detention, you basically have to do whatever the detention person. Well, if it's tells a suspension,
1: you though, you you know oh, if even it's there. out of school, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's true.
2: Public school in general is kind of slavery, so it is.
1: I always had this
0: great relationship with out of school suspensions. Okay, because it's a day off of school. I know. It, it seems would, that way. Like, yeah. Like, how may I earn more of these? It's <laughs> like, wait,
2: wait, wait. I hate being here. So there's a way that I can do something bad. Air quotes. And get to go home?
0: Where is this list of things that results in an out-of-school suspension?
2: Yeah, looks like I'm smoking cigarettes in the bathroom. <laughs>
0: cool.
1: Graffiti on the wall? Why, yeah. yes, I Sweet. think I am an artist today. Selling your classmates for
0: 350 bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what happened at the four-square thing where the kids sitting on the wall, they're like, we got to figure out how to get out of school next Tuesday. Um, what can we do? That's, no, that's not bad enough. You no, know what
2: that's the only thing I could think of that would get the black kids to agree to this, right? Like right. well We're you all know, gonna if get it's... suspended. Yeah, like
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, are you willing to do it? I'll take one for the team, you know. Like it's <laughs> awful. they all wanted to get together and like, you know, play video games or something, you know. And so they conspired. That's right. It's a conspiracy theory. Ooh. It is a theory of a conspiracy. Technically a conspiracy theory.
1: Yeah, it does beg the question, were, were the black kids in on it? If so, to what degree? If not, how did how did that one kid, right, it was like, well, this happens so often, we just thought it was normal, right? I know, yeah. No, no, slave, it's Slave Auction Wednesday. Just, that's what we do on Wednesdays. Oh,
0: God. It's a shame my child isn't safe at school, Palmer wrote Monday. Where is the staff when this is happening? Now when my son gets fed up, they will protect him the way they have protected this other child? And it's like, okay, well, get your kid out of public school. right? Take some responsibility. Like All these parents who get worked up at the bad job that public school is doing with my children,
1: Like they okay. don't want to take any responsibility. Also yeah. begs the question, how was this kid unsafe if it was just... Playtime. Playtime. Yeah. Right? Like, was the sale valid in some form or fashion? Did he have to... You're doing my no, homework. No, Richie Rich, no. It was not valid in any way, shape, or form. Well, well, how is it unsafe? That's what I'm saying. Six zero three two eight three
0: six one six zero. 6160 The only form of valid slavery is when it's voluntary. If they're Which participating in the mock slavery. slave auction. Which isn't really slavery. More Free Talk Live is coming up. It's the Sunday night edition.
3: We hope to see you there. Forkfest.party.
5: Free talk live. Free talk live.
0: Heh. <laughs> yeah. Greetings. <laughs> okay, Metallica. Did that Hey! Yeah.
2: It's like, disturbed.
6: Whoa, yo, whoa!
4: <laughs> uh,
0: I wish I had a parody about uh, like a Metallica parody for like a hosting a radio show or something like that. You could. That would be, that would be appropriate. If you wanted to. I, I'd have to he put a parody artist. I am. That's that's a lot of thought. I have an unwritten Metallica parody that I need to get to, but I'm busy right now uh, in my musical life. Writing brand new, original, wow. heavy music. Yeah. I have an
1: unwritten autobiography that I'll never
0: get I'm, to. I'm, I'm doing um, all of the instruments myself. I'm playing the guitar. I'm playing the bass. I'm doing uh, the main lead vocal singing. I'm doing the backup vocal singing. There's some harmonizing going on, which I don't usually venture into, but I am trying it out. Giving it a shot, seeing what happens. Way to keep all um, the
1: profits to yourself.
0: I've been, I've been. No bandmates. This song that I'm working on, I didn't. I can't even really say that I wrote it. I, I said something on social media about that. Um, I grow songs. I don't really write them. They, they just sort of grow. This particular song, uh, I've. It's, it's almost like it's been channeled through me. I don't know how to explain it. Like it just sort of happened, and I couldn't stop it. And so I was like. Well, I better get it out, and I got the main ideas down and, you know, the concept for it and the main vocal parts and that kind of stuff, and so now I'm just sort of constructing the rest of it. So those of you who don't do music production, there's so much time
1: and detail involved in doing something like this. Have you ever considered paying someone on Fiverr to write the songs for you? No. Okay. No. I
0: would consider uh, on Fiverr uh, having people do things for me that, like, um, I I won't do. If I don't have another resource for it, you know okay. what I mean? So like, oh, I don't know. If I needed a particular, like a female voice to pipe in, you know, for like a call and react kind of a thing or a duet or something like that, I might, hey, here's an MP3. Can you can you sing vocals? Here's the lyrics, that kind of thing. I would employ somebody for that. Or if there's like, I want a ripping fast lead solo and I can't do ripping fast lead solos, so I might, you know, consider uh, employing somebody for that. I have f- friends who are musicians. So, generally speaking, if I need something like that, um, I have enough of a, a resource base to where they all have their own like home recording setups and whatnot,
1: and they can bust something out for me, no problem. It was more only having to spend five bucks on song lyrics. Y- yeah. I'm a pretty wordy guy. Okay. Uh, no. I like language,
0: oh. I like making up words. Uh, so you know, I'm I'm a big fan of portmanteau and that there's kind of a word, thing. I was so say, there's a word for that. Yeah. Um. So I I don't really have a problem writing lyrics. In fact, sometimes I I'll, I'll busy up a song a little too much to be like ah, I gotta trim the trim the lyrical content back. How can I make my point with less words? You know, or change a phrase. You know, that kind of stuff. So there's a whole bunch of refining and that kind of thing. All that to say, I'm having a lot of fun doing it. I'm really glad to be writing music again. I can't tell you how glad I am. Nice. Enough about me. Let's talk about you. Let's go to Jill in Virginia. Jill, you're on Free Talk Live.
7: Yes, I've been hearing things on the radio and some kind of opinions about, about industrialists leasing federal land in order to in order to drill.
4: Mm-hmm. Why
7: should they have to lease this? Who made it federal land?
0: The feds. Did the
7: federal government go out there and, and dig around that land and build fences around it, or what?
0: Yeah, don't don't you know, Jill, that without government, land wouldn't exist.
7: Oh, really? I mean, did, no, I'm kidding. Did, <laughs> land, did, did government exist first? The did it ask for land? They may have fenced it off land? though.
0: I I, I know exactly what you're saying, Jill, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, I have made the the point many times, and there's been some memes about it on the internet and that kind of thing. Like, uh, 100% of planet Earth has been claimed by some form of government. Right. Right? So if government charges you, forcibly, by the way, in the form of taxation, to live on planet
1: Earth, who did government buy the Earth from? Aliens. Aliens. They they claimed it and they've defended that claim with violence. Jill, you
7: I, now, I, I, I have thought that the American Indians that they they actually that from what I've read they didn't they never put fences up to say this is my yard and that's in my neighbor's yard.
4: Well, there's they your problem right there. Around. They want to put fences up.
0: Yeah, I in a lot of ways I certainly respect. The philosophy that the Native Americans had regarding planet Earth—that nobody owns planet Earth. You can own stuff, right? That's 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 my bow and arrow, right? I made it. It's mine. I mixed my labor with part. You know now, now. But they didn't own the Earth. They were merely, uh, you know, existing upon it like all of the other creatures. There were no borders. Nobody needed a passport. Build a
7: fence. That's one
0: thing.
4: So you make a distinction, Captain, between. Property in one possessions.
7: season and wandering away and then wandering back in another season. I don't think that means you own it. Yeah, yeah,
2: definitely not. And I think, I mean, as far as like property goes, I think it would make sense if someone like builds a house and it's like, okay, like, you know, this is my portion of land. Okay. To me, like, as far as private property goes, like that makes sense. But
1: so if you build a house and plant a field.
2: Yeah, like I would think okay. that that would make sense, but for the governments being like, well, this is the USA and this is Canada, and if you're here, you have to follow these rules. Like, if I'm in New Hampshire, I can have a gun, but if I'm in Massachusetts, I can't unless I jump through all these hoops. Just because I cross, like, five feet across an imaginary line, that doesn't make sense.
7: I can understand state political borders, but I can't un- very well c- go along with the land saying this is... The government owns this land when it hasn't cultivated it and it didn't make it. Well, what's so the I difference? Think land belongs to individuals.
2: Well, what's the difference, though?
7: Somebody put up a fence, you see. Somebody put up a fence or made some sign of possession.
1: Yeah. yeah. The most offensive sign I've seen is like government property, no trespassing. <laughs> I really hate that thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, there is certainly uh, a, a misnomer with the language when it comes to government. Uh, Public property doesn't mean it belongs to everybody. It means it belongs to the government. Right. So if you just substitute... But they will
1: claim that it belongs to everybody. Well, yeah, of course they will. they make you feel good and get reelected. They're a, they're and reward you know, for, for the people.
7: The taxpayers paid for the blocks that built the building. I can understand that after the building was built. I can understand that to some extent. Yeah. Because if... It's other taxpayers beside you if you walk
0: on to it. But now the claim uh, from governments, uh, particularly with government land, right, where you know they have laws. You can't build on government land. We're stuff preserving like that. it. Yeah, is, is to keep people from doing whatever the heck they want with that land. We're keeping it safe. We're keeping it natural. We're, we're preserving mm-hmm. the land because we can and we have more guns and say so. I
2: think they're hiding something.
0: Like missile silos. Why
2: else would they rope off 500,000 acres of land?
0: I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jill.
2: I think they're hiding some hypocrisy. (laughs) That, too.
0: Yeah, they certainly are. Hey, Jill, thanks for the call. A pleasure, as always.
2: So, when I got all stuttery and I was trying to not interrupt Jill, I was going to say that. You're what?
3: You're what? So, so i was getting all stuttery, stuttery?
2: <laughs> so anyways i was gonna say that because
4: she's i was moonshine. gonna make the
2: point of international water wouldn't that kind of be a place where no government or anyone has claimed
0: yeah that's where the concept of st- seasteading uh, yeah comes from because there are certain areas of the oceans or seas, uh, mostly ocean, where uh, there are no recognized government boundaries. And so the idea was, let's get a bunch of free people in boats together and tie up to each other or build some sort of a thing, you know, some sort of a weird island that we can all connect to. And And Ernie
1: Hancock from Freedom Scenics wants to go vertical instead into space with the airships. a sky city. Well, because the government... Governments only recognize uh, airspace above them to a certain level. Right. And anything beyond that is just unclaimed. So if you right. can get a floating skyship up there, then you you have your own freedom. Yeah. Like a mile up in the air or whatever. Whatever it happens to be. 60 miles up. I don't know. The remember.
2: Ethics of Anarcho-Capitalism, in that book by um, Christopher Bohr, mm-hmm. they discussed something similar where they do like a capitalist you know man made island where it's just you know you just follow the non aggression principle and that's kind of the law ah,
0: that would be nice sadly concept. i think i think nothing like that will happen until mankind can efficiently and repeatedly get off planet earth 6032836160 It is Free Talk Live. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We'll sell you the seats. Actually, we don't sell you anything. It's free to listen as long as you have an internet connection or you're listening on satellite or over the air because we are a nationally syndicated radio television, radio television, radio broadcast, not television, radio.
1: We won't sell you the seat, but we will sell you Mark Edge <laughs> in a mock host auction. <laughs> Now, wait a minute. Are we just pretending here? I said mock. Or? It's a mock host auction. Uh, How much can I get for a Mark Edge? Mark Edge, if
0: you're out there, you know, that might be your, your cue. I'm not sure. <laughs> Richie Rich wants to sell you at an auction here on Free Talk Live. <laughs> he
1: sure. might
2: get a might get a pretty penny for him.
1: I, I, would, I, would I get it? Would I keep the money? Like, what would they get? Because obviously he's not going to do anything with it, but you know, well, you'd have to make. Well, that's why they die. call
2: it slavery, right? <laughs> <laughs> I
0: I would hope you had some sort of voluntary agreement to with Mark to participate in some sort of publicity stunt that uh, you know on the radio program, that kind of a thing. I have not
1: talked to him about it, but I was just riffing <laughs> so off your only really the edge joke. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, you finish the you know we we'll sell you the seat, but you only need the edge. Yeah. And I just I was trying to tie that two in together. I yeah, well, well, saw you, well oh well Yeah,
0: yeah. Six zero three two eight three six one six. He doesn't even
1: know. He's already been sold three or four times. In the- <laughs> He's on
0: the secondary market. Yeah. <laughs> in the studio, it's myself, the captain,
1: Nikki, and Richie Rich.
0: What are we going to talk about now? Oh, I know. I remember. Hang on. It's right. It's right over here. Nope, that's not it. uh Oh, <laughs> although that's pretty good. Let's just go. Do with it. That. Do it. <laughs> You clicked it. You got to do it now. We'll just do it. Man doesn't know why he got pulled over by police, <laughs> realizes his grandmother with dementia wrote a help sign.
2: No. Oh, my God. That's great.
0: <laughs> Man doesn't know why he got pulled over by police, but realizes his grandmother with dementia wrote a help sign. I just had to say that twice in case you needed to hear it twice
1: because it's a bit of a, of a headline. The, the problem is the entire article is basically in the headline. Like, that's the funny bit right there. That's it? So we're done? I mean, you could be done. I mean, you could, be, you could tell the story if you want to. but that's, I don't know the story. This okay. is your story.
0: Do you want to tell the story?
1: I don't have it pulled out, but you can, you, can, you can read it, but all the funny bits are in that. The rest of it's kind of set. What? No? Okay. No, there's more funny bits.
0: Oh, the producer says? The oh, producer well, to, says there's more uh, funny bits. Uh, all right, right, go for producer it. Producer says. Producer says. Tonight on Producer Says. S-E-Z, not S-A-Y-S. This from cheeseburger.com.
2: Sounds legit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a well-respected news site. <laughs> I mean, nowadays, I has yeah. Remember that, cat? I do. Alzheimer dementia is a heartbreaking diagnosis that is extremely difficult for families. Watching your loved one slowly disappear in front of your eyes is one of the most difficult things a person can endure. I've See, seen this now first Now I'm day. just sad. I've seen this first okay. day. Uh, my, my m- One of my grandmothers, uh, certainly... Uh, I, I saw her put something down, and somebody goes, hey, can you hand me the thing? She's like, what thing? Like, immediately, like, yeah. pff, it was gone. Yep. Like, whoa, that's weird. Anyway, however, as with many serious situations, sometimes there are moments where you just have to laugh. That moment happened with TikTok Mario Calderon one day while he was driving his grandmother uh, to his mother's house, who suffers from Alzheimer's and dementia. The grandmother does, not the mother. Right, okay. or the guy driving maybe
1: Hopefully. i don't know why i got pulled over by the cops we'll,
0: we'll see what happens as okay. they age of course but you know we'll have a crack team of free talk live researchers uh, monitor the situation to see we're, if... gonna,
1: we're gonna stay on this story yeah it's a long-term project yeah so in 10 years we'll check back with you subscribing to his tiktok right now <laughs> one day
0: this guy was what's his name mario say, mario yeah he was bringing his grandmother to his mother's house who only lived about 30 or forty minutes away. As he's driving on the highway, cars passing him are honking, flicking him off. I don't know what a flick off is, but I know what a flip off is. It's because you're from the west coast. Flip no, off is I'm from coast Wisconsin. Oh. So what's that? I don't know. Flick and flip. It's a Canadian goose, eh? Yeah. Anyway, uh, they're giving him the bird and cutting him off, and he doesn't understand why. I thought, why are we all? Why are why are all the douchebags out today? He says in the video. And he looks confused in the image they captured here, as he has thought he sees in the rearview mirror that state trooper is pulling him over.
2: It's it, not for TikTokking and driving, <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, If you have your phone mounted on the dash cam, and you just I you guess do what you so. Want. The
0: TikToker has an irrational fear that he has a warrant out for something he didn't realize, and he did. He didn't. Uh, wait. This is a weird sentence. Anyway, he instantly had a dreadful thought. Uh, The trooper says from his car speaker for him to put his hands out the window, open the door, and walk backwards towards his trunk. Once he gets to the trunk, another trooper went to the passenger side, tapped on the window to get the attention of the grandmother. That's when he realized she had written, handwritten, a sign that read help. (laughs) He was not only in shock by that, after a few taps on the window from police, it turns out she was also now pretending to be dead.
2: Oh my God.
1: She must not have liked this this guy. She's got dementia. She doesn't know what she's doing.
2: Yeah, this is typical or, shenanigans. Or,
1: or this is an old person like just having some fun. Just pretending to have dementia. Yeah. You know, I, I think when that I get sometimes, to that age, I'm going to you know, do crap like that. What's your name again, Sonny? I've George? worked okay.
2: with a lot of people with dementia, and sometimes some of the stuff they do is so ridiculous. I'm like, are you pranking me? Yeah. Like, are you, are you serious right now? Like, Is this a joke?
0: When I get that old, I'm going to be that guy. I totally want to yeah. be that guy. There too. will be periods when like I'm totally, you know, suffering from dementia, Alzheimer's, and I'm doing weird things. But there's gonna be periods where I'm totally of my wits and you know, coherent or whatever, and I'm gonna do I'm gonna f with people is what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Right? Because I can. Why yep. wouldn't I? Shake a stick at people. Get off my lawn. All that kind of thing. Yep. Might as well. The second cop went <laughs> went to the driver's side. She was still playing dead after a bit. She lifted her head and started to giggle. See, she's effing with these people. (laughs) I had to call my mom on speaker and explain my Graham's Alzheimer's dementia. No one knows why she did it, but she was so tickled. The cops understood, and after some more explaining, they let us go. They said I needed to monitor her better, but no charges. And uh, obviously,
1: this guy didn't have a warrant, or at least it didn't come up when the,
0: you know, because otherwise, you
1: know, they'd have thrown him in the cage. That would have really messed with him. If he was like a, you know, had a warrant for something, like an unpaid parking <laughs> And day. grandma's just trying to yeah. F with him. Or if he didn't, ret- if he rented from Hertz and didn't return oh. his car on time, all of a sudden, like you're going to jail, son. Grandma's yeah. like, ah, oh, now he's going to take me to my daughter's house.
0: Yeah, this is not car rental advice, but if you <laughs> ever rent a car from anybody, if that company happens to be H-E-R-T-Z Hertz, uh, you've been warned. <laughs> you've been warned because that's what their fees do. They hurt. Okay. That's, yes. It's in the name. They they weren't hiding it. Okay. And, you know, they change the spelling a little bit so that you'd go, "Oh, it's oh,
1: uh, it's okay." So it's spelled H U R T Z, right? Yeah. yeah. They also call in uh, stolen car reports on their paying customers. So that's the thing. I think it was Hurts. Was Hurts? Yeah, it's Hurts. Yeah. Hertz. So if you're if you're going to run from a car company, like probably not that one for other reasons as well, not just because the name sounds funny. Cuz you could actually have a felony you know, arrest warrant out for you. For the nothing. the grandmother found
0: the entire situation hilarious and laughed it off. I guess when you're that old, you have to entertain yourself somehow. Yeah. <laughs> or you could move to New Hampshire and be on a radio show. <laughs> Hang out with you guys. Yep. That's right. 603-283-6160. Would you F with people when you are elderly? Wait for it. Okay, there it is. Oh, I was late. Uh, oops. You I tried. Let the beat drop. Let timing. The beat drop. And that's how they cleared up the STD breakout at the old folks' home. Oh, the Just microphone's on. Oh, my oh. bad. <laughs> this is Free Talk Live. 603 283 dies,
1: 60 the disease Dude, dies with come
0: it. on. I'm right here. No.
1: Talking talking about about folks, the, host so, the host of the disease.
0: You were
2: not supposed to tell him.
1: D- don't.
2: Yeah, that, oh, was that into that, the microphone? I, oh, sorry.
0: It, 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 I,
1: Are you pretending to be stuttering Nikki again? I am.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, Nikki, I know we've told you. We have to tell the rest of everybody. Uh, we've changed your name from Nikki Sunshine to Nikki Moonshine. And we're yeah. not
1: doing the diaper story. End of story. Come
2: on. But
0: I think for those of you watching over at video.freetalklive.com, you should look at Nikki's hmm, water glass. <laughs> it is a
1: an old school jar. It's the, the large variety. It says uh, Mason right on there. It's probably a Mason jar. Yep.
2: It's a knockoff oh, Mason jar. Definitely oh.
1: a Mason style jar. Uh, yeah, and style. Uh, it, it does appear that she's drinking moonshine.
0: I assure you that she is not. At Maybe. Least, at least... Wait. Maybe not. Hang on, let me you s- smell me, it. You're me, sniffing me, it. I'm just gonna steal it from her. She doesn't know. <laughs> nope, not moonshine. All right, Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sniffing the girl. Sniffing the oh, moonshine. Okay. All right, or the water, I guess. Whatever that is. It could be vodka. Vodka doesn't smell it. Nah, I'd
1: smell it if it was vodka. Better not be vodka. I've got a pretty good schnoz for booze. Who side are you on? No one's. We doing?
0: Oh, we're doing a radio show. Six zero three two eight three. Unbeknownst to the audience. 60 is the number in the studio. It's myself, the captain.
1: Nikki. And Richie Rich. I, I believe it's Nikki. Nikki Moonshine. Thank you. I feel much better.
4: <laughs>
2: I'm only Nikki Moonshine after like 6 p.m.
1: Okay. So, say, are you just going to let him change your name like that? You a slave or something? I'd do what I want. I'd do what I I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Your name might be Richie Rich, but, but. I'm going to call you Sylvester. I will not answer to Sylvester. I don't know where Sylvester came from either. I thought I saw a putty tat. Are we supposed to be talking about I something? I did. I did. I did
0: see a putty tat. Oh, we talked about the grandmother already. Grannies. Yeah. I thought I told a putty tat. Yeah, right. The core traits of famous psychopaths. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. So does this describe all politicians? Probably.
1: It might be in there.
0: This is from Uk. What does that mean? What's .co.uk? That's the for
1: the uh, United Kingdom. Why is it co though? Why isn't it just .uk? Country, United Kingdom. I don't know. That's weird. It's just what it is, man. Yeah. all right. Why is it LRN.fm? We're no anywhere near whatever country. Frequency FM. modulation, man. But that's not what the that's not what the domain means for a radio show. I get it. But it's a country code. Although we are on some AM stations too, so it's
0: not Yeah, I I don't know.
2: Anyways. I didn't
0: make that up. Uh, This from DailyMail.co.uk, the core traits of psychopaths. Scientists identify five key characteristics in Ted Bundy, Clyde Barrow, and Bernie Madoff, including callousness, dishonesty, and cruelty. Huh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, I wonder where I've seen those traits before. Movies television shows politicians politicians governments agents of governments basically anybody employed by government really at some point has to exhibit those things because that's the nature of what government does
1: even at the lowest level of of elected positions i mean even
0: like the dmv or whatever man you know you, you get to a point and somebody goes well why is it done that way wouldn't it be better and they go hey look that 's not the and like they become callous or cruel or you know, or they make some crap up because they don't know the answer and don't want to seem like they 're the dumbass they really are, and in which case that 's dishonesty. Academics have compiled the personality traits shared by famous psychopaths. Psychopaths are callous, manipulative, dishonest, arrogant, and cruel, but other men who have been called psychopaths, including James Bond and Sherlock Holmes. May just be bold and fearless. Well, wasn't James Bond not a real guy?
2: Yeah,
8: I Isn't
0: didn't he a think he was character
1: like Sherlock Holmes as well. Yeah, uh, I think wasn't Sherlock I Holmes based on a guy.
2: Maybe, I know but I think fiction. But I thought Sherlock it was like, Holmes himself, like the name, I thought was fiction.
0: Yeah, if you're related to Sherlock know. Holmes, give us a call six zero three two eight three six one six zero. Katie Holmes, and and when you do just call, I'll be like, sup, Holmes. Ba-dum, but you just ruined
2: the, ruin the surprise. Uh,
0: yeah, I guess I did.
2: Anyways. Yeah.
0: Well, so scientists have identified the five key personality traits that are common among famous psychopaths. Oh, so these aren't common amongst uh, the less famous or not famous at all
1: psychopaths? I think they use the famous ones as a baseline to find out what the core characteristics were of which they can then use to diagnose other people who share these but haven't gotten to that level of fame yet.
0: The U.S. academics looked for shared traits in six men, Ted Bundy, Bernie Madoff, Clyde Barrow, James Bond, Sherlock Holmes, and Chuck Yeager. So that's uh, four men and two fictitious characters. Who could be played by a woman, you never know. who, Who have previously been identified as psychopathic. They found that Bundy, Madoff, and Barrow are all psychopaths, guilty of callousness, manipulative dishonesty, arrogance, and cruelty. However, Bond, Holmes, and Jaeger are likely not psychopaths and may have been misidentified in the past due to their fearlessness and boldness. Experts
1: say. So My they're, showing, they're showing. Fifth grade teachers used to call me bold and belligerent.
0: They're showing pictures here. I guess those are just of the real dudes. I was like. Why? Why not? You know, give us a spot-on pick of James Bond while you're at it. You know? The research was conducted by Christina Kriego at Longwood University in Farmville, Virginia, and Thomas Whittiger at the University of Kentucky. The there remains considerable debate as to what the core traits are of psychopathy. They say in their paper, one approach to addressing this question is to identify the traits that are present in persons said to be actual or even prototypic examples of psychopathy. According to the team, Ted Bundy, Clyde Barrow, Bernie Madoff, pilot Chuck Yeager, and two fictional men, oh they admit that they're fictional now, James Bond Sherlock Holmes, all have previously been described as psychopaths. Ted Bundy was a serial killer, rapist, and necrophile who assaulted and murdered numerous young women during the 1970s while Madoff is one of the best-known snakes in suits implementing what many consider to be the largest Ponzi scheme and financial fraud in the U.S. Aside from Social social Security. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just have to correct the author of this article here. They're saying that the Bernie Madoff Ponzi scheme is considered to be the largest Ponzi scheme and financial fraud in U.S. history. Uh, That is not true. Uh, The United States dollar and the Federal Reserve banking system uh, central banking Federal Reserve USD largest Ponzi scheme and financial fraud in US history I just want to point that out so uh, Bernie Madoff probably isn't even number two on that list he's probably like he's probably in the top five I'm guessing.
1: Top 10, at least. Social Security, Charles Ponzi.
0: Yeah. Well, USD, right? Federal Reserve Banking, right? Then Social Security, right? You know, then, I don't know, something else. Some other currency somewhere, I'm sure, right? And then maybe Madoff, right? He's probably in the top five, I'm guessing. But I don't know.
1: I mean, they didn't name the scheme after him, so they're like, you got to give credit to the originator somewhere. That's true. As for Barrow, he
0: committed over 100 robberies, many implemented in a rash and impulsive manner with his partner, Bonnie Parker. Uh, he ruthlessly murdered policemen, prison guards, and fellow inmates along with law-abiding citizens. The authors say he was, he was though said to be charming and engaging. And at the time was considered a full hero within some newspapers and within multiple subsequent Hollywood movies for the study the team prepared case histories for each of the six men spanning three to five pages long. That's a lot. I don't, like to, it's like, like a fifth
1: grade book report, man. Three oh. to five pages, but on each one, <laughs> is like, I don't want that. I don't want that assignment. You know, <laughs> they write entire books about these people. Well, is right it right?
2: double spaced or you know?
1: That's true. Yeah, double. What's eight. the
2: font? Yeah. Times
1: New Roman i I'm just gonna oh, pay some yeah.
0: somebody on Fiverr to make it for me anyway. So six zero three two eight three six one six zero. What are the signs of psychopaths? It's Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160. That's the telephone number here in the studio. we got some calls to get to momentarily. In the studio, it's myself, the captain.
2: Nikki Moonshine.
0: And Richie Rich. Uh, Bitcoin.com is the best source for learning about cryptocurrency. You can go there now, click on Get Started at the top of the page. Once you do that, you'll find all sorts of of valuable information, neatly organized to suit your needs. There's no longer any excuse to ignore this important and world-changing information. If you're already a knowledgeable crypto user, you can check out news.bitcoin.com and get the latest headlines of all the news that's relevant to you. Bitcoin.com is your source for everything crypto, like getting a wallet app, mining, trading, and all the latest cryptocurrency news on a very
1: slick and easy-to-use website. Visit Bitcoin.com. Dot com. There you go. Use that instead of the exchanges, as discussed earlier. Please do.
0: Yeah, and, you know, figure out, figure it out. Really, I mean, put some effort into it. People are like, oh, I don't understand crypto. Well, what have you done to learn anything about it so far? I'm asking whoa, whoa, you, Kevin. Whoa, nothing. <laughs> it's like, well, go to Bitcoin.com. Click on Get Started. There's a, you know, and then I had a, I had a guy who did that. Like, he took my advice. He went to Bitcoin. And He watched the first video, right? And he goes, oh, okay, I watched that, but what about this, what about that, what about, He's like three or four or five other, I'm like, well, watch the next freaking video, dude.
2: <laughs> this three minute long video didn't tell me every single question I yeah, have about cryptocurrency. Yeah, I expected
0: to be an expert in crypto in three minutes. Well, your expectations need to be lowered a lot, pal. Right, put some effort into it, you know, that's all I'm saying. That's all Here's I'm
1: saying. the white paper instead.
0: Oh. Uh, let's go to Major Payne in Michigan. Major, you're on Free Talk Live.
9: Yeah, that guy probably only eats out of a microwave oven, too. He wants his hot dog in a minute as well. I love <laughs> hot dogs. I hate hot dogs. All right. Um, I mean, Nikki, I, I, seems to me you got to be missing at least one front tooth to be Nikki Moonshine. <laughs> Man, so see, see, seeing as I, you shine at night, I, I hereby christen you Nikki Moonbeam. Okay.
4: Oh, uh, I accept that, that. that. Thank you.
1: You know that I also accept that.
9: All right. So, so now you've now, had your name
1: uh, changed twice by men.
9: well it's probably a man that gave it to her in the first place at least the last one that's the way it goes wait wait,
0: i i just need to make sure is nikki moonbeam a vegan name like is it you know i gotta make sure i gotta make sure it's certified yeah kosher whatever did did somebody put their stamp on okay vegan and kosher are the same thing also she she says it's good what else
1: (laughs) kosher vegan organic
9: Um, well, as far as what you guys were just talking about, about criminal tendencies amongst mastermind maniacs, psychopaths, I want, psychopaths. What, I'm, one, psychopath. I'm wondering why Hannibal Lecter and Ted Bundy didn't make the list, seeing as how they're both cannibals. I mean, it seems to me that would have been top tier.
0: Yeah. I, I, do you think psychopathy is necessary for cannibalism?
9: Well, I don't know. It's probably necessary, plus one beyond
1: Okay, so maybe we need to rehash the story that I brought in several weeks ago about creating oh, the, your own cannibal meat from your own cells and whether that's cannibalism right, to and, eat
0: it. and what about the, the, what was the story, the plane that went down and then, like, they got hungry and they had, Oh, to yeah, like,
1: and, like, the Andes or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, I don't you remember the that, plane, well, or, but they ate each other to survive. Yeah.
9: Yeah, there, there's the downward party, too. I mean, there's extenuating that's circumstances the all throughout history, you know, shipwrecks and such. Right, right. Yeah. But, uh... Just a little. I want to give you guys a little uh, thing that I seen on PBS about twenty years ago. Back when they actually told the truth. Okay. It was a, uh, a survey on people and if they had common sense or not. And I don't know if it was That's, a nope. thousand people or ten thousand people or whatever they surveyed, but they asked them, "Do you think you have common sense?" And seven out of ten says yes. Well, then they gave them a paper test to see if they actually possessed what they thought they possessed. Three of the seven passed.
2: Not surprised.
9: So the moral of the story is be very, very aware and afraid because seven out of ten people are blithering idiots. (laughs)
1: Hey, Major, thanks for the call. Is there a Dunning-Kruger comment to be made in there somewhere? (laughs) Uh, There probably
0: is. Uh, Let's continue on. Let's go to Bad Slave calling from New Hampshire. Bad Slave, you're on Free Talk
10: Live. And glad to be here. Thank you very much. It's on your mind. Listen, the idea of um, psychopaths. Um, do do people generally assume uh, negative outcomes
1: with psychopaths?
2: I would say so. Yeah. Yes. Is there yeah. such
0: a thing as a positive psychopath, like one who brings like good? And I don't. Could, <laughs> could you well, be? That's
10: the you... Is that there's there's a doctor that wrote a book. Who had himself tested and came out being psychopathic,
0: huh?
10: And and yet, um, you know, I, it, it's That's a decision really. for even psychopaths and sociopaths and you know whatever That's your really. mental malady uh, to to choose to be good.
0: I think. Like, I have referred to people who are zealous, perhaps even overzealous about a particular thing super fans of you know a tv show or people who are uh, way too in my opinion way too into like you know a certain comic book or stuff like that like man that guy is like a psychopath with that stuff i have made that comment about you know a friend of mine or other people you're like they are like a psychopath with that stuff but i I say like a psychopath right you know because i don't really think they're psychopaths but i who knows
4: so
2: i pulled up real quick the like not definition, but the characteristics of a psychopath. So we can read some off and see what we think after this.
1: There's also five in the article we were reading. But continue.
2: This one's a little bit different. <laughs> Disregarding or violating the rights of others. Inability to distinguish between right and wrong. Um, difficulty with showing remorse or empathy. Tendency to lie often. Manipulating and hurting others. And general disregard towards safety and responsibility. So I'm hmm. thinking after reading that list whether somebody could be a psychopath and still be a good person.
1: So there's there's a lot of deviant behavior in the world that people have voluntarily under control. So if you're if if you exhibit psychopathic behaviors or thoughts or tendencies but never act on them Yeah. Right. Then you could be diagnosed psychopathic, but not be a danger to society.
2: Yeah. And there's I'm sure there's different levels of that as well. Like I had a very good friend um, who was nice, kind person, but he was diagnosed as a sociopath. And, you know, I understand that's different. It's more like the inability to, you know, feel emotions. But um, he was diagnosed as a low level sociopath and he was a nice, like caring person, helped other people and would never do anything to hurt anybody You know, so I would think,
1: well, okay. so the problem with that briefly is that's one of the things that sociopaths do to integrate, right? They pretend to be those things, but they're not really, they just, they use that as a mechanism to integrate into society.
2: You know, and at the very least he would say blatantly, like, I can't love someone. So it gets hard for him to date because he, he's honest with people. He's like, I can't ever love you. Like, I just don't feel that emotion. Like, I just can't.
4: Wow. So but he pretended.
2: But he pretended, and he tried his best to integrate in with society. You know, he's very low level, so I'm thinking like he's not a bad person. You know, I don't think you're a bad yeah. person until you do something bad, even if you might have bad thoughts. Bad so. slave.
0: Bad slave. Do you suppose uh, psychopaths are aware of their psychopathy? Bad slave.
10: Well, I. I you know, the smart ones are.
4: Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I would, I would generally answer well. yes.
10: you know, I, I guess my my whole kind of line of questioning here is: uh, isn't a isn't a, aren't all humans capable of said bad behavior? Cap- capable,
1: yes, yeah, in yeah. some form or fashion. But again, whether or not they act on it is where the moral question but- is drawn
2: but some of the things like inability to feel empathy like there's certain things like if you see something someone going through something terrible and you're empathizing with them that's things that you can't really control like that's right. not a chosen behavior that's like a, a feeling or sense yeah, of emotion
10: I, you know what as yes, we know what do people say fake it until you make it i mean you know uh-huh. what yes, if know. what if the psychopath or the sociopath just said, you know, this is yes, the man. way I'm going to be. And then just, you know, yes, maybe man. after a while they make it, you know, because there's yes. there's a habit and I, you know, somebody told me it takes yeah. 19 days of, of you doing the same thing to create a habit. Yep. Yep. These people can create good habits.
0: Hey, thanks for the call, Ben Slave. We appreciate it.
1: And we're
10: glad they do because
1: then we don't have to put them down from acting like a psychopath. Uh, Don't underestimate people, by the way, because people
0: are capable of changing into the most wonderful creatures, but also into the most evil. Keep your eye on those bastards. That's all I'm saying. 603-283-6160. Our number three of Free Talk Live is coming up.
1: It's rich and rich, like that is it. Yeah. First like, name, last name, yeah. show you. It's like being named Bob Robert. Sure,
0: Bob Robertson or Jim James, Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> uh, no, that's that's the first name and the last name. Huh. Yeah, my my whole bit was the phrase "Never trust a man with two first names." And then you know, I don't know. There's like a. Pete Carroll, the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks, right? Okay, that's that's two first names. Don't trust that guy. Okay, right. for a while when I lived in Seattle, like a whole bunch of people on the Seattle Seahawks NFL football team had two first names, and I'd totally rib all of the uh, the the locals who were into the Seahawks football team. I'd be like, you can't trust any of these bastards because Russell Wilson, he's right? <laughs> two first names. He's the quarterback. What
1: makes the last name a first name?
0: Their first name or last name? Well, so uh, if we look to history for the answer to this question, we will find that last names originated as what you did, right? Oh. Shoemaker, oh, yeah. Goldsmith, you know, stuff Dickinson. like that. <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> Emily? <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, from there, you know, it just sort of became, you know, um, like Johnson is. The guy over there, John, that's his son. Okay, and but his name is Bill. Okay, and, and it's not John, so it's like Bill, you know, John's son, and that became Bill
1: Johnson. Okay, that's how that one became. So, but there's also a free talk live host or a former host named Johnson as a first name. I thought he was just like uh, the mononym, you know, like
0: Madonna. Okay, he was just Johnson. No, he but has I'm, a last
1: name. That that's, that's not
0: his last name. No. Oh, his first name is a last name. Right. Wow. I guess His name is
2: my name, too. Uh,
0: that's John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. I believe there's a hyphen there. So somewhere out there is a Mrs. Jingleheimer who, Schmidt. or Mr. Jingleheimer and married a somebody named Schmidt. And so I can only imagine. I still have this question. It's never been answered. If you're out there listening and you were born uh, with two, with a hyphenated last name, in other words, you know, your mom and your dad got married and they decided to combine their two last names together with a hyphen.
1: Just to screw with you.
0: And and forever. that was and that was your last name and then you grew up and you got married to somebody that also had a hyphenated last name. What did you do with your names when you got made? Do you now have Triple four? Hyphens. Do you have four words and all hyphens? Did you just take a couple of the names and combine them together you know with what one they hyphen?
2: Do? I, I have a little bit of a, advice for this for this problem for this dilemma. Just make up a new last name
0: maybe take the first uh you know two letters or whatever a syllable of each of the last names and create a whole brand new last name that'd be good
2: yeah or just like whatever you'd like or it'd I be mean, horrible
0: i'm not sure it
1: depends on the names
2: i think everybody should do that it's like why do you take the husband's last name just make up a new last name
1: all right cool I, I that's I have- whose name you take I,
0: <laughs>
4: I Says who? Have to,
0: I have to tell you guys before we go on History. that Free Talk Live's video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media-sharing protocol, and we're big fans of that here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey. That's a video-sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it's really taking off now with over 1 million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on covid the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes. Could be taken down at any moment. Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so now we're streaming live every night, posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey, and you can watch live or any time on our Odyssey channel over at video.freetalklive.com. You can also go over to lbry.com to download the desktop app And if you use that, every video archive you watch, you'll help seed and keep it online forever. Please visit video.freetalklive.com Follow us on Odyssey today. Video.freetalklive.com Let's go uh, to Turd Ferguson calling from Pennsylvania. Turd, you're on Free Talk Live.
5: Yeah, hey guys. So, um, I've got a little bit of a different topic tonight, a little bit darker one.
0: Lay it Um, on us, bro.
5: Sure. Uh, to preface this, I haven't smoked any weed in about a week, so I might not be as level-headed as I know and mild-mannered as I normally am. But I'll try to go slow and, and kind of take take you through the facts here.
1: So this is Evil um, Turd Ferguson.
0: Are you from another dimension? Wait, do you have a goatee? Uh,
5: oh. I have a, I have a full I have full out beard now. Um, but uh, what happened to the
1: real so Turd Ferguson?
5: The, the, I am the real Turd Ferguson. I promise you. All right, go um, ahead. So yeah, so um in 2020, early 2020. Um, I think you guys will remember a little word called hydroxychloroquine. Yep. Uh, yep, this was a medicine that was originally touted as being a uh, effective uh, treatment against COVID-19 before a certain cartel, a big pharma cartel, came after it and tried to destroy it. So far so good. Um, yeah, and actually there's a big conspiracy behind this. Uh, so Bill Gates, who is uh, one of the richest men in the world and who has been uh, part of this big pharma cartel over the past two years, and has a large stake in Gilead, which makes the uh, drug remdesivir, mm-hmm. uh, the, the patented drug, which pharmaceutical companies can still make a ton of money off of. Um, in, in 2020, they, uh, Bill Gates, Dr. Fauci, and the Bill Gates-funded WHO um, conspired together to uh, put hydroxychloroquine in a coffin for good so that it couldn't compete with remdesivir. Um, they did this. By literally committing premeditated murder, where they conducted a, a, a fake study uh, a la- under the WHO label, where they cl- where they actually gave patients senior citizens uh, who were who had COVID uh, lethal doses, borderline lethal daily uh, daily doses at 2,400 milligrams of hydroxychloroquine. Just to, to give you some uh, perspective. You're you're only supposed to give people 400 milligrams a day, so on day one they they started out with 2400 milligrams and then gave them twice the, twice the dose, 800 milligrams every day after for this trial. Okay, and it resulted in the death of between one and 200 senior citizens. Um, premeditatively, the doctors knew that this was a danger. The doctors who participated in the study knew that this was a dangerous dose and they did it anyway. Yep. A similar study uh, was done in Brazil too. And the Brazilian prosecutors who aren't uh, sold out to Big Pharma the way our country is, is actually already trying to prosecute uh, the WHO, from what I understand, for the premeditated murder of uh, senior citizens down in Brazil for the exact same manner. And Bill Gates and Dr. Scampany Fauci are behind uh, this this conspiracy to murder people uh, to make hydroxychloroquine Look fraudulent, and I know that this sounds crazy, like a conspiracy theory, but it's not. It's one hundred percent true. Everything uh, I just said is our 100%.
0: official. Our official free talk live health correspondent Nikki Moonshine has Moon been Beam. nodding. Moonbeam, sorry, <laughs> Nikki Moonbeam has been nodding along as yeah. you've told the story, Nikki.
2: So I, beginning of COVID, I worked. I literally worked in a nursing home, and I watched this happen. So absolutely, they were, and this was happening. I'm assuming all around the United States. I only know. What I saw personally with my own eyes, and I only know what other nurses and healthcare workers from around the world have told me, but absolutely, they were giving people lethal doses of hydroxychloroquine in the beginning, and then they were like, oh, this is horrible, it doesn't work, blah, blah, blah. At that time, I didn't know anything about it, and I didn't know like what the dosage was, and I honestly didn't even know, you know I just didn't know much about it. And then when I left that job, and then went to my job at the hospital, they started using remdesivir, which is another medication that you mentioned briefly. And that medication they were also overdosing people on. It was killing them, and a common side effects of that is tanking blood pressure, like the blood pressure drops, liver and kidney failure. So, and then it stems into you know after a few days, multi system organ failure. Right, right. So oh. they were just murdering these people and then being like it's covid it's covid it's covid we have to put them on ventilators because they can't breathe and and really what it was doing is their their lungs were filling with fluid and they were calling it pneumonia and it was just a huge mess
1: i have a question real quick yes. because the theory that turd ferguson proposed was that they were overdosing hydroxychloroquine so they could they could get rendesimir to market but why bring it to market if they're going to overdose people with it anyway and hey, therefore turn, not can make the on? funds on it. yeah, yeah. yeah. Stand by.
2: is what i think
1: because well, well, they,
2: they, the they wanted to blame all of the deaths.
0: Assumably, you would like an answer from Turd Ferguson about your question. We will get well, to that. either. Yeah. We will get to that here on Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160. This is the Sunday Night Edition. More is on the way.
1: Yo, dog! I heard you like Free Talk Live. So we're going to do an episode of Free Talk Live while Free Talk Live is going where we're commenting on Free Talk Live. We're calling it Pimp My Free Talk Live.
0: <laughs> Pimp My Free Talk Live.
1: Free Talk Live K3000. I, I, I don't know. They watched recorded movies of B-movies, though. It's not like they were watching the news live. I know, but I still think it'd be fun.
0: Okay. A 603-283-6160, that's the telephone number here in the studio. If you'd like to join us, we'll get to your calls in just Coming a up
1: at ForkFest, the peanut gallery, while Free Talk Live is broadcasting.
0: That's what you call a, it. You call yeah. it the peanut gallery. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly the name of the show. For those of you who don't understand what we're talking about, I hypothesized a fictitious show where there's a room, and in that room, on a screen, Free Talk Live is playing live. With whatever, you know, let's say it's Tuesday's hosts, right? Tuesday's hosts are, are on screen talking, and uh, then there's three people sitting watching. In this room, watching this screen of Free Talk Live. But these three people are also co-hosts of Free Talk Live. But just not just on Tuesday. Not the Tuesday hosts. So like <laughs> us, for example, sitting there. And now we're doing like an MST3K. That's Mystery Science Theater 3000 for the uninitiated. Like an MST3K sort of like we're commenting on their commentary. It's kind of like what the chat room does, I guess, except it would be a little bit different. But uh,
1: what did you say? And now? we can, uh, the peanut gallery? That's, and we can monetize I, the content. Yes,
0: I, I wanted I wanted a uh, a name for this show, and I think you've you've come up with it. There you go.
2: I love the idea of it being at uh, Forkfest or Porkfest. Yeah. So it's like we have whatever the hosts at the table doing their thing, and then you put another microphone. <laughs> At like the Peanut Gallery Circle, and they're just like blah blah blah. Taxation is theft, or whatever we'll, libertarians talk we'll,
0: uh, about. We'll see if uh, that comes to transpire. Uh, we have calls to get to, but I have to jo- tell you about Forkfest 2020. Uh, see, I knew was uh, coming since Nikki Moonbeam, Beamershine, I don't know whatever we're calling you these days, uh, brought it up. You can join liberty-minded voluntarists, anarchists, and libertarians from June 27th through July 3rd for the sixth annual. ForkFest at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. ForkFest is a fork of the Porcupine Freedom Festival, which sold out for the first time in 2021. ForkFest takes place the week after PorkFest, but ForkFest is decentralized, which means there's no ticket costs and nobody's in charge. All you have to do is join the fun uh, by reserving your camping or RV site or motel room with Rogers Campground, June 27th through July 3rd, I can't think of a better place to celebrate Independence Day than around other freedom-loving people, activists, and that type of folk uh, in the Shire. You can find out more over at ForkFest.Party. That's ForkFest.Party, where you can connect with other attendees, find the Telegram chat, find the Matrix chat, and the ForkFest forum. Uh, Again, find all that stuff over at ForkFest.Party. Hope to see you there. Come and party with the captain. And, Nicky, I don't think Richie is going to attend. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had, where did he go? Did I flush him? No, Fer- I okay. Yeah, there he is. Uh Turd, you're back on with us. Uh So, Richie, Rich, you had asked him a question.
1: Well, I posed a general question because it was based on what uh, Turd had said and then also what Nicky was saying afterwards. What was the question? So, Turd Ferguson said uh hydroxychloroquine was overdosing where they were prescribing overdoses of it uh, so as to make it look bad so remdesivir could be brought to market and then nikki said they were overdosing people with remdesivir to make it look like covid was bad and my my general question is why why put hydroxychloroquine out of business right to bring in remdesivir I'll if tell you're why. going to do the because same thing and then still not be able to get any of the you know the finances from it because you just well, put your own well, mark, your, put your own product out. Well,
5: for several reasons. Well, first of all, um, remdesivir is only known as a treatment; it's not a vaccine, and the vaccine is where all the real money the real money is. But let me say, um, hydroxychloroquine has no patent at all; its patent's expired, so it's a generic drug. Mm-hmm. Nobody makes any money off that. It could be—I mean, this stuff can be synthesized so easily. I mean, it probably costs more to, pa- to package and tin foil than it actually does to synthesize. So to get rid of hydroxychloroquine, uh, which was, um, I mean, all the data, all the data early on in the pandemic proves beyond any reasonable doubt that it was a, a good treatment uh, along with zinc and, uh, and uh, a, a myriad of other drugs, including doxycycline. It was obviously treating patients. And this was be- very bad for Dr. Fauci, who is not the head of the NIAID, not the head of the NIH. He is a businessman. He's been doing this for years and years and years. He's oh, yeah. a criminal. And this is the real reason I wanted to call in because I know FBI agents listen to Free Talk Live all the time and, you know, wasting taxpayer money doing that. So the so to the FBI agents that are listening right now, I challenge you to go corroborate, verify everything I just said, or try to refute it, which they can't. So I would just, you know, first just check to make sure it's true, and they'll be able to do so very easily. And then once they've done that, they need to arrest Bill Gates for premeditated murder and throw him in prison, because that's what we do to murderers in this country. We throw them in prison.
1: Hey, thanks for the call, Turd Ferguson. I mean, I don't think that actually answered the question, but... Yeah, it was okay. an answer, you know, I, yeah. the answer was a bit it, it, well. It, it Well, it answered the first question, which was, why would you want to replace hydroxychloroquine Right? Yeah. But why Why bring your own product to market that's not going to be ineffective, that's also going to kill people and therefore not going to be profitable in the long run because no one's going to use the drug that's ineffective or detrimental.
2: So, and what also is happening is that they're threatening doctors, right? So even if a doctor speaks up and is like, I want to use this medication right. versus using remdesivir because I don't think it's working. Right. Then they get threatened, like, no, you have to use this. This is the only option. It's hospital policy. That was another one they love to pull. Mm-hmm. It's hospital policy. And there was actually, like, the federal government came out and said, like, S- state hospitals are only allowed to use, this is the only medications, or maybe it wasn't, like, the feds, but, like, the head-up people at whatever, you know, FDA, whatever. They were telling the hospitals, this is the medications that you're allowed to use. So, I don't know what sort of bribery was happening at higher levels of the hospitals, but basically, it came down to doctors were not allowed to prescribe the medications they wanted to. And yeah. then, even it got to the point where if doctors wanted to, you know, give somebody a legitimate vaccine exemption, if they had had a really bad side effect, mm-hmm. they would get threatened, like their license being right. pulled. Okay.
5: So,
0: be, be due to the government's overreach into all things healthcare. Uh, healthcare suffers from the same thing that just you know, regular government does, which is uh, it's being top down instead of bottom up as yeah. far as management is concerned. Sure, no, long, gone are the days when your personal physician would, based on your history, your medical history, his knowledge of you, you know, all the things that have gone on in your past, and you know all the stuff that they take into account. Would they devise a plan specifically for you, the individual? Gone are those days. Instead, now they are only, as Nikki pointed
1: out. Allowed yeah. to prescribe certain things. It. And if they were going to, if they were making the vaccines the most important thing, they could have OD people on hydroxychloroquine, skipped remdesivir, and just went straight to the vaccines with the same effect. And not yeah. had to- but yeah. then
2: we wouldn't have the mass, you know, deaths of COVID. Okay. 603
1: 283
0: 6160. More Free Talk Live is coming up.
1: 16 tons, and what do you get? Another day older and deeper in debt.
0: That's right, Richie Rich. You win. Tell him what he's won, Nikki.
2: A seat on Free Talk Live.
1: Hey, oh, hey, man. All right. I was really hoping for a lifetime supply of Remdesivir. <laughs> Uh The phones
0: are packed right now. The only open line is our SIP line. You can find out more about that over at freetalklive.com. I believe sip.freetalklive.com. Uh, let's go straight away to the calls and the fun. Let's start with Billy calling from New Mexico. Billy, you're on Free Talk Live.
11: Good evening. Uh, I think I can maybe answer that uh, the rest of that question for that that you guys that that guy didn't answer all of it. And I think what I use like I never can pronounce that that one drug resbenadrier or whatever. Yep. Uh, and uh, don't. Uh, but uh, I think the reason why they used that instead of hydroxychloroquine, he was right. Don't make no money off of it. They, I think, uh, Bill Gates and maybe Fauci have some part of a patent on that, so they made money. And I know personally, oh. a handful of people here in Albuquerque that were sick, went to the hospital, and then I started telling everybody, do not go to the hospital when you're sick, because they were giving them that and they were going into renal failure. So, but, you know, they're not going to say that their drug caused, sorry, by dogs barking, campaign. Yeah. And, uh, uh, he, um, uh, you know, this way that they could pad their numbers and of course they're not going to blame it on their drug. They're going to say, well, they died of COVID, you know, yeah. it's just like, it's such a
1: short term the- game though. Like the drug is useless and, you well, know-
11: and, 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 you know, that now that, you know, like Biden said, now we got this new pill that we're going to hand out to everybody else. And yeah. basically what it is, is hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin.
0: I, I have a theory. And, it's, uh, it's, hate-
11: and they, they make the money because they, they created this drug and now they have the patent on it. And I'm sure you guys watch TV and all you see now is drugs after drugs. They're pushing every vaccine, everything. I'm afraid to take any prescription drug. I'm afraid they put in crap in it. They want to, you know, cause I believe yeah. that the vaccine was a, population control drug it was to kill us it wasn't to save us they were getting almost a hundred grand a death weren't oh, they yeah. Yeah, Something yeah ridiculous
0: yeah hey uh, uh, th- th- thanks for the call Billy we appreciate it I uh, I have a theory and that is that uh, humankind uh, in general uh, feels better when there's a, I'm gonna call it a duality of choice right so there's not always free choice sometimes you're only limited to two choices and this is something that we see in politics, right? There's only Democrats and Republicans, and everybody else is just this like ignored wasted you vote, know. yeah. Uh, and then, you know, with other things, there, there's usually like two of a thing, right? You know, uh, when I moved to New Hampshire, uh, there are only two cable companies here, right? And That's th- one more that's, than a lot of places. Right, yeah. But what I'm saying <laughs> is like folks are more comfortable when there's like two of a thing. So my theory is that they put this drug on the market just so that there was a second drug on the market so people wouldn't be all like, you're forcing this one drug on, or there's only one choice okay. or one,
1: you know, that's that's just a theory that seems reasonable um the short-term profit seems reasonable i guess yeah um nikki also said all fair it's just weird i go. that's probably the best answer
0: yeah uh let's move on to robert in south carolina robert you're on free talk live
12: Yes, hi. I just wanted to say that you know I I respect all of these people who've done phenomenal things like this. And in the case of Bill Gates, so you know he, his, according to what I heard, his uh, program, the Windows program that he originally presented to IBM when IBM was looking for somebody to do the PCs, and um, it, it was, according to what I heard, it, it wasn't the best one. But somehow he was very capable or able to somehow put it across despite the fact that his wasn't the best. He also so bought it from
1: somebody else and licensed it. And sold the license of somebody else's software. Okay. Initially,
12: well, I, I didn't know all the details. I just, I just said I heard that. And with the, with Mark Zuckerberg, I understand that he had a couple of partners, and he convinced these two partners that there that the whole thing wasn't worth nearly as much as it was. And then he agreed that to with them to go into an agreement with him, whereby they would sell their share to him at a price much much lower than what it was the whole thing was really worth. They agreed to it. Then the, then then they they pay, he paid them and then you know, they 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 discovered that it was worth much more so they went to court and the judge said it was too late there's nothing they could do about it anymore
1: they they they, they sued him because he basically stole their idea he was hired as a programmer to build a website similar to Facebook in college and okay. then didn't do the work and then built it on the side and launched it as Facebook anyway
12: okay all right, and then and then with the case of Albert Einstein, um, Albert Einstein comes from the same area of Germany as my forefathers, and so I he he and he, he was a phenomenal guy as well, um, but in the, in his case he 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 his, his theory of general relativity he, he presented it to to the um to to the um, board and they were going to test it out to see if if it was if it was correct. In other words, the bending of light. And they went down into the Caucasus Mountains. I believe it was during the First World War. And uh, what happened was that they, they, they the, the scientists were prevented from doing anything because they wouldn't let them in to the exact place that they needed to go. And then later on, they wanted to test it again. I think. And and then uh, there were some clouds in the way, so they weren't able to test it again. And then and then, but it, and then in the meantime, Albert Einstein corrected it. And then they tested it and was right. And the other thing about, it, about Albert Einstein's theory of their relativity, it was right as far as he could. Projected as far as his mathematics were concerned, but in the meantime, I found out from from a couple of friends of mine who were fairly theoretical physicists, they said that there are going to be corrections to that, slight corrections to that over time, because there are certain. Uh, subatomic particles are affected and and he could never have known about that, but he, and it wasn 't his mistake but but just for your, for your, for your general interest that though that that will be slightly corrected over time to reflect the the um, the effect that subatomic
0: particles have upon the whole thing okay so, you know. well, hey thanks for the call appreciate that. Just getting
1: a little too heady there. Informative.
0: Yeah. Uh, dude, dude's dude got a lot to say, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, uh, letting somebody ramble on for too long is bad radio. So uh, thank you for the call, of and course. And yet
1: here we are, still on the air. <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's
0: also frowned upon to talk badly about the show that you're on. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying we tend to ramble on. <laughs> what? Do we not? I, I mean, yeah, I do. Okay. This is true. We vamp frequently, but we're the hosts. Okay. All right. The callers are supposed to be on point. Uh, all right. I, I guess. I don't Double know. Double standard talk live. <laughs> I don't know, man. People
2: I, seem to like us.
0: I try to have no standard because oh, okay. it helps with the callers. Right. Right? This is why we get the rambling
1: on. Like, all right. So, yeah. You I have mean, been judged as too heady and too informative and too smart for the hosts. Goodbye. Uh, yeah, I, Beep. It, it, you know...
0: The guy never pauses, right? Like, it's, it's, it's amazing. So I, I'm not trying to rip on the guy, but it's just an observation. Yeah, no, and but, he does
2: have a lot of good stuff to say. I mean, he's definitely well-informed on several different topics, but it's a lot to take in all at
0: once. Do you think um, that he saves it up? <laughs> like, he's just... The, up. and he's, like, you know, he's just waiting for his opportunity. I think to it's call. probably like, like it's an that an overinflated
1: balloon. And as soon as you say, "Robert, you're on the air," just, just let's go, and it all comes out. Of one. <laughs> Verbal diarrhea. I, okay, so I've, I've mentioned this before. It's probably because having probably called into a number of other shows where you get such a limited amount of time to talk, yeah. and you're never going to get in. Yeah, right. You speak as fast as you can to get your point out as quick as you can because you're going to get cut off in like 30 seconds anyway. Yeah. Right. we, we right. have we have callers that do that. Right, but you don't have to do that on this show. Yeah, right. you we, can talk no, as slow as you want. Uh, it's always at the host's discretion. It is, but if you're if you're entertaining, informative, and engaging, yeah, you, right, you don't ha- you'll you'll get held over a segment. Yeah, and we'll yeah, keep the, the conversation yeah, going. True.
0: The subjective rule is be interesting. Right, right. Now that could be entertaining. That could be you know factual. That could it could be a lot of things. Okay. Uh, and it is subject to interpretation. But so. you're not
1: going to get cut off on thir- after 30 seconds if you're interesting,
0: per se. Generally speaking. Right. Unless the host has a bad attitude or didn't like the timber of your
1: tintinnabulation. Right. And he calls in frequently enough where he should know better by now that he can just, like, have a normal conversation, get all that stuff out, and probably get more of it out if we're able to talk and converse and ask
0: questions. 603-283-6160 if you would like to join in the conversation. This is Free Talk Live, the Sunday night edition. Did you know... That if Rin Tin Tin is barking, then that is a Rin Tin 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 abulation. It's free talk live. Welcome back.
1: We're back and we're back.
0: Thank you. I haven't heard that in a minute. What do you, you got? One? You got a welcome back? Not really. No. no? Okay. All right. I just do my dance. Everybody watching at video.freetalklive.com. This is what you get. Uh, We've got some calls to get to. We'll get to those in just a moment. In the studio for this final segment already. Wow, this show show sure is fun when you're having flies. Wait, no, that's what the frog said to the other frog. Time time sure is fun when you're having flies. Uh, In the studio, it's myself, the captain. Nikki. And Richie Rich. Thank you for the... uh, the audio interlude, the ribbit. Was that a tintinabulation? <laughs> I always
2: try to, you know, sneak some, you know, soundboard stuff in there, yeah. the ribbit, manual soundboard.
0: Ribbit is also, uh, what do they call it? Onomatopoeia?
2: Y'all, where I love onomatopoeia. The, the word
0: sounds like the thing, like belch, right? Kind of sounds like you know, what you do when you belch. So, yeah. Buzz. Buzz, right? Yeah, onomatopoeia. So I have to say thank you to Colby Keddington. Colby Keddington is a silver-level amplifier. That means he contributes some money to Free Talk Live every month to our AMPS program, Advertise, Market, Promote and Support. This helps us get onto more radio stations and promote Free Talk Live and, you know, the greater message of freedom. It's what we do here. And he enjoys us so much that he became a silver amplifier over at AMPS dot dot com i guess colby could be a girl too i've never met this person but at any rate colby Keddington, thank you for your contribution
1: is if, Keddington a real first name or a last name who knows
0: i that's a last name because okay. i don't know anybody named Keddington as a first name so okay yeah it's all it's all you know host what do you call it host privilege discretion yeah. host privilege wow <laughs> really getting carried away with with the first chair stuff here yeah host, <laughs> host discretion yes thank you Uh, At any rate, if you like the show, like the host, the content we bring, and you want to help us spread the message of freedom, please consider becoming an amplifier. Amps.freetalklive.com. Thank you again, Colby Cuddington. We appreciate you. Uh, Let's go to Sarah in New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live.
8: Oh, yes. I just want to say that we did finish building a rapid ride. It's called the Albuquerque Rapid Ride ARP. But
0: what do you mean? We finished building. You were you were building this part of the commune.
8: No, the, the we were like having a lot of controversy. People fighting back and forth. People that opposed it. People that want to build it. I mean, they had about fifty town meetings about the ART. They were advertised, and people were going to throw in lawsuits. But it has been completed now. Okay, have you had a and, chance?
0: Have you had a chance to ride it?
8: Oh yeah, I rode it uh many several times.
0: Is it actually and, rapid?
8: Yeah, it's pretty rapid. It only instead of the regular bus stops which like has frequent stops, yeah, it just goes up maybe like um a quarter mile stop and another quarter mile stop and another quarter so it is fast.
1: What is your shift to and, drive it?
0: Yeah, my experience with public transit is it usually takes Somewhere around three times as long to get somewhere
1: as it does if you had an automobile of your own in a city. Well, that's why I got get rid of all the automobiles, Captain, so it's only public transit. and You can get there faster. Yeah, Uber already proved that false.
2: I literally thought that she was talking about an amusement park ride at first. Oh,
1: the a rapid,
0: rapid ride? Yeah. Sarah, do you enjoy amusement parks? Have you been on the, any of the rides there?
8: Yeah, I, I have, but you know, I'm I'm older now, so I like I yep. like to ride real rapid transit. I mean, transit that I could like get around, grocery shop, and go places, and go to shopping malls. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not con- concerned about train rides and and um, parks, museums, and I, I think they got uh, things like that going around here. But, yeah.
0: but hey, uh, thanks for the call, Sarah. We're glad that you like yeah. to ride it and ride it rapid. Uh, let's go to David in New Mexico. David, you're on Free Talk Live.
6: Yes, you've got the name incorrect, sir. It's not the uh, Albuquerque Rapid Ride. It's the Albuquerque Vapid Ride.
0: Why, people vaping on it?
6: No, 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 no. Vapid. Look it up. Vapid. V-A-P-I-D. Vapid.
0: Well, you got to tell our listeners what Vapid means then if you already know. V-A-P-E-D. It was, Vaped.
6: Yeah, well, it, it's rather, um, there are nuances to it. It'll be more fun if you look it up. V-A-P-I-D. Because I'm too dumb to explain it anyway. And um, speaking of that, so Einstein, Einstein, he won wait, the wait, wait, uh, wait. This Nobel. actually
0: might describe you on occasion. Vapid, offering nothing yes. that is stimulating or challenging.
6: <laughs> yes, that's why I didn't want to define it because someone might make the connection between myself and the word that I supplied, attributing it to other people.
0: I got you. So, what's your topic yeah, my- tonight? What do you tell, What are you calling it?
1: Einstein.
6: Well, just like Sarah, New Mexico government, a rather interesting use of a billion dollars and some controversy. But let let me brag for a second. You were talking about Einstein earlier. Einstein won the Nobel Prize for Physics in 1921. Mm-hmm. A cousin of mine, Ern- Ernest Orlando Lawrence, Lawrence Livermore Labs, uh, he won the Nobel Prize in Physics in 1939 and went on to the Manhattan Project and got his student, a student of his, Named Robert J. Oppenheimer hired to run the Manhattan Project, and then my cousin Ernest went over and ran Oak Ridge, and there's that. So now that I've bragged, um, congratulations the, uh, I'm about great. someone else's thank accomplishments. You, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so it's happen you, to be yes, related. Yes, yes. You sound like a statist, Well, I don't have right? any of my own, so I've got to use other people's. All right, <laughs> <laughs> give me a break.
0: All right, break given.
6: Yeah. So Can, so this might be interesting. I didn't hear that. This might be interesting, or maybe not. The uh, it better, uh,
1: it? is it vapid?
6: It better it better be a billion a billion, Yeah, it's vapid, a billion dollars. So the gov- your, your government, uh, recently taxed you a billion dollars uh, sp- uh, for New Mexico only, as well as the hundreds of billions or trillions or whatever it was that they taxed you and took uh, and gave to all the other states. But there was a controversy in the state of New Mexico where the billion dollars plus or minus whatever it was that was uh, gifted from you through your taxes to the state of New Mexico Mm -hmm. came into the state of New Mexico. And then um, the governor uh, decided that uh, it was her decision as to what the billion dollars would be spent on. It was her decision and her decision alone. But the legislature said. uh, Yep, but the legislature said, uh-uh-uh, Governor, the decision as to what to do with those kind of funds is for the legislature to decide how to spend that billion dollars. And the gov- go- governor did not yield. She said, uh-uh-uh, and so the legislature sued her in the Supreme Court of the state of New Mexico, and they won. And I... They took that billion dollars away from the governor of the state of New Mexico and gave it to the legislature to decide what to do oh, with it. Oh, yeah, then, see,
0: that's, that's that's hard. And I have a question. Give it back to the people. I, no, I have a question. Did the go- Governor, was that a quote?
6: Did she go, "Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh? Yes, she did. That was an exact quote. That was an exact quote. But, But here, fast forward, it gets more interesting. Because, fast forward a couple months, or whatever it was, a year, I don't know, and then all of a sudden... The governor did what has never been done before, and that is that um, the, the, there's $50 million in pork money that gets distributed amongst all the senators and representatives to for them to spend on pet projects in their districts. Okay. And it's always been done; it's always been done, never been contested. But after the governor uh, got the, the billion dollars taken out of her little mitts by the legislature, um, the governor then seems to have retaliated by canceling completely canceling the 50 million dollars that the senators and uh, and representatives have always gotten uh, to spend on their constituents dude that I makes,
0: will so, veto everything now this makes me so happy
6: because what it means is that
0: cancel culture is finally coming to politics internally Right, wow. and yeah. that means that means that like politicians are going to be in- canceling each other. The time. founders were right. Nothing. That's why they
1: designed three branches of government.
0: Nothing to keep makes them me in fighting forever. nothing makes me happier than to see politicians and in internal you know departments of governments fighting each other. This is awesome.
6: Yeah. Gridlocked government. My, my point was to point out that uh, the, the, the New Mexico government, which was so mature in their uh, trafficking of my children, which I proved with unanimous decision at the New Mexico Court of Appeals that uh, M. Monica Zamora and J., John J. Romero had illegally trafficked my children, they were so mature in doing that, but they're so childish in their little tit for tat retaliation because one, uh, uh, she, she took our money, uh, and then she's like, no, they took my money, and so she retaliated. It's
0: the. Uh... Hey, do you know what's rude, David? When somebody cuts you off in the middle of a sentence like that, that's what's rude. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> Thanks for the call. We appreciate you. How vapid of you. How vapid of me. Vapid, adjective offering nothing that is stimulating or challenging, uh, used in a phrase, tuneful but vapid musical comedies, according oh. to the search engine. On the glowing box.
2: I like the lacking taste or flavor definition of vapid. Ooh.
0: Yeah. Yes. Uh, lacking taste could or be... Or zest. Lacking zest. Could Not using soap?
2: <laughs> I guess.
0: That's be lacking Irish spring in my case. But, uh. <laughs> Did you hear about the guy only smelled on one side? He couldn't find any left guard. We're out of time. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been Free Talk Live. If you missed any of our show, you can find it in the archives at freetalklive.com. Thanks,
4: and peace.